pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, how are you? Another week rolled by, and what a week it was. The start of the UK piping season. Oh my word, it was all sorts of awesomeness, wasn't it? Oh, just all sorts of brilliant. And yeah, we'll get into it, we'll talk all about what happened. Oh, brilliant. Anyway, I'm sure you guys have clicked on this week's podcast because of the title. Yes, last week we talked all about the live streaming issue and where we were last week. Well, there's been development since then. Then I'm sure a lot of you guys have been following online. We're going to give you the full rundown. We'll tell you the whole story, warts and all. (laughs) But that's this week's topic of the week. So you're going to have to wait for that later on in the show. But first of all... I have to say, thank you for clicking on that download button. Like I say this most podcasts, it really does mean the world. Whenever you guys click that button and, yeah, just listen to the show in general. With each week, we introduce new people to what we do. And that's exactly what we're here for. We're here for the promotion of our amazing music, our pipe band life, our pipe band men and women around the world who are just amazing musicians. And we believe that they should be promoted. Yeah, and there's my phone going. See, professional podcaster but yeah that's what we're all about we are the show for the piping folks so if it's got bagpipes in it around it or near it at all then we are the show for you now each and every week we talk all about the competitive piping scene as well as the celtic and folk music scene so yeah we try to include everything from the bagpiping world now but each and every week as well, we also uh, we bring you listener mail. Yeah, we go through our mailbox, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, <laughs> if we were to go into our bigrabshow at gmail.com this week, it would be full of extremely angry people. Yes, because of Streamgate, as they're calling it. Hashtag Streamgate. Um, yeah, so many people sent in tons of emails, text messages, phone calls. It's just been insane this past week in the listener mail front. I have to be honest with everyone here and say that if you did send in an email, possibly the start of last week, it may well have got buried because we literally received hundreds. And I'm not kidding. This is possibly the most amount of email we've received in our mailbox. So, yeah, thank you to everyone who's took the time to send us in an email or lift the phone and text us or anything like that. It's been amazing. We'll talk about that on Topic of the Week. But, yeah, most of the listener mail that we've received this past week have been all about Streamgate. So, yeah, unfortunately, we've no listener mail this week. We did have a few people uh, talking about how they were excited for the start of the season and looking forward to this incoming year. And, if anything, they were looking forward to our World's Preview Show. Now, we haven't even had the first major yet, and people are talking about Worlds already. But, yeah, there we go. I guess that's how far in advance people look. Um, So, speaking of which... Let's get into the show, shall we? Let's get into the nitty-gritty of it. 
First of all, I have to give a plug to everyone over on Patreon. You guys have been going over there and clicking support like crazy this last while. I think you guys have kind of, kind of, I don't know, rallied behind us, which I have to say is simply amazing. Um, the level of support that we're getting from the pipebound world out there is just second to none. So we can't thank you enough. It really does. I uh, mean a lot to us uh, whenever we're out there working, trying to produce pipebound content for you guys living internationally, when we know that there's a bunch of people clicking support on our Patreon page. So for that, you get your hands on tons of extra stuff as a result. There's loads of things up there on our Patreon page that you will never hear here on the podcast. You'll never hear it on Fuse FM Balamoney completely exclusive for patreon only supporters so if you would like to go and help support the show you can for about five dollars a month and what is that three quid or something here in the uk something like that so yeah for three or three quid a month you get your mitts on tons of extra stuff loads of backstage videos and all the kind of all the cool stuff we got for the st lawrence gig by the way that's all still up there and i'm still going through it now and watching it back and just thinking how awesome was that we have exclusive interviews there as well that haven't seen the light of day for anywhere and we have episodes of big rab show plus they're up there i think there's three of those bad boys up there now episode four of rab show plus will be dropping very soon uh so yeah go and check out our patreon page because if anything Tons of extra stuff, plus you get exclusive discounts on the Big Rab Show store. So, yeah, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get an exclusive discount code where you can get 20% off your Big Rab Show merch. Yeah, there you go. So, shameless plug to you, Patreon people. Thank you to everyone who's been clicking support. It really does mean the world to us. Thank you. And also, I have to say, uh, people have been snapping up our offer recently. Yeah, we have an exclusive discount code if you're going to be signing up to Rhythm Monster. Rhythm Monster, of course, is an online uh, drum tutoring service. You know, they offer all sorts of amazing courses and just really interesting material, all to do with Scottish pipe band drumming. Definitely going to be worth checking out. Even if you're not a snare drummer, but maybe you're a bass drummer or a tenor drummer, then yeah, there's tons of stuff up there for you. Uh, Hanging out with the top-notch guys from grade one, getting to learn all the secrets, tips and tricks all up there on Rhythm Monster right now. So if you do want to sign up and you want to get a monthly subscription or even a whole annual subscription, then just type in our promo code BIGRABMONSTER and get 10% off. There you go. All for listening to the podcast. Not bad. All right. That's us through the domestics, so let's get into it. The UK season opened its doors this past weekend, and oh my god, it was amazing! (laughs) It was absolutely amazing, I have to say. All of the bands that we managed to catch, both here locally in Northern Ireland, the ones I get to see myself, uh, but also across in Scotland. There was a lot of competitions happening over across the water in sunny Scotland. Now... Let's get to those, shall we? Now, I'm not going to sit here and read through a big list of results because hashtag lists. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to briefly go through them because some of them are kind of interesting, to be honest. Some results that perhaps we weren't expecting. Uh, none more so was the opening competition there in Gurrock in Scotland. So, looking at the Grade 1 results, uh, starting with 6th place, we had Glasgow Sky. 5th was Johnstone. 4th were Shots. Yeah, Shots and Dykehead, fourth. And that was unexpected, I think, for me. Uh, third was Glasgow Polis. Second was the Mighty Boggies. Go on, the Boghall. And first place, lifting it overall, was Scottish Power. 
and they lifted the Drummond title as well. So a pretty strong showing from Scottish Power. Now, for those of you who are online and you've managed to see the runs from Scottish Power and Bog Hall and all these guys, Scottish Power just sounded incredible. Now, I don't know, but as a you know a complete spectator, I'm able to sit back and look at this objectively. Shots actually sounded really good to me, uh, but just a lot, I don't know, the little edge just wasn't quite right there for me. Boghall, I think, yeah, their drum corps, come on. I'm a massive Boghall fan. I love Boghall Bathgate. So, yeah, it was great to hear them. They had a cracking run, but for me... Definitely, I think Scottish Power deserved the win. They just sounded incredible. Go and have a listen. All those performances are up there now on the Rab Show Facebook page. Go back and have a listen to them. You will not regret it. Trust me. And specifically look for Scottish Power. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what it is, but they have brought out the secret sauce or something. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) It's like when somebody brings you a steak at a restaurant and they go, oh, pour this on it. It'll make it awesome. So you try it, and it's like, whoa, what? Hey, that's the best dang steak I've ever had. Well, Scottish Power done that to us this weekend in Gurick. I think they actually uh, topped it for me. For all the bands I managed to hear this past weekend, I think Scottish Power are up there, really. Yeah, so well done, Scottish Power. What a fantastic run at Gurick. That stands as well for this weekend. Okay, looking at Bankery as well, uh, there was an open grade competition, I think, by all accounts, and Port Lathan and District managed to lift the title there, with uh, Buck and Peterson coming a close second, and they also lifted the Drummond title as well. Well done, Buck So there you go. On to Dundee, which was a kind of an unusual competition. I think it was done in the middle of the city centre, so not on a big open field like most competitions are here in the UK. Uh, but yeah, but it seemed very well set up and well attended by all accounts. So again, there was another open grade and the Mac Cals managed to lift the top spot. Plus they lifted the drumming as well. So well done to Mackenzie Caledonia. Well done. Now on to Dunbar as well. I have to say shout out to Police Scotland Fife or as I like to call them Fife Polis as everyone here calls them Fife Polis. So they managed it to lift it overall. Plus they got the drumming as well. So not bad showing at all. Now, let's look at Grade 2, shall we? <laughs> the, the one Grade 2 competition that really had me interested was the Grade 2 competition in Gurk. Now, the, why is this? It's because it's the first time we heard Uddingston Strathclyde. Now, we have been dying to hear these guys because of all of their changes in their lineup recently. You guys know they've had a brand new lead tipper, Grant Cassidy, from the Red Hot Chilies. First time in the back line of the Grade 2 band. And... They did not disappoint. Dang, they were good. So, yeah, well done to Uddingston. Uh, managing to lift the top spot in Grade 2, plus they lifted the Drummond title as well. Now, interestingly, as well, they got a third and second in piping, a first in Drummond, and a first in ensemble. So they're doing something right. So, hey, there you go. It was a really interesting grade, because you also had the Royal Borough of Annan in there as well, as well as Oban in there. So, yeah, really, really interesting grade. It was great to hear Royal Borough of Annan, actually, who managed to receive two firsts in piping. They get second in drumming, so mm, there you go. But unfortunately, they got a fourth in ensemble, so I don't know what happened there. But Uddingston Strathclyde lifting the title overall, and it was just brilliant to hear what Grant was bringing to the back line. Now, this, this was one of the bands that we were very excited to hear. Uh, so what are they going to do in Paisley? All of these bands, I have to say, what are they going to do in Paisley? Well, there's one competition I'm neglecting. I haven't spoke about the Northern Ireland competition season opened over here as well. Yay! 
<laughs> yeah, Newtonards Airfield was the very first competition here in the Northern Ireland calendar. And yeah, I have to say, I was a bit sceptical about the venue. It was a big open airfield and I was hoping that, you know, it wasn't going to be wide open to the elements and they have maybe like tents or something where you can hide from the rain. But uh, no, it was a wide open airfield with nowhere for you to hide from the rain. But um, there wasn't any rain. It was actually sunny. Which is really unusual for Newton Arch. It's really unusual for Northern Ireland. So, yeah, it was a great start to the season. I stood all day chatting to people, talking to everyone. I actually got some interviews I'll bring you later on in the podcast. Uh, so, <laughs> but I have to say, what a competition. I came home sunburned and my hands were shook off me. And the amount of people grabbing selfies with me was just ridiculous. So thank you to everyone who took the time to say hello, shake hands and say hi. Even to all of those people who were too shy but managed to shout across the park. Hey, there's Big Rab. Uh, how's it going, big fella? Uh, all right there. Uh, hello. Yes, that was one of my conversations I actually had. There was this one guy. I don't know who he is. <laughs> I've never seen him before. But that was the conversation. All right there, big fella. Uh, how you doing? Uh, it was very awkward. And I just had to kind of stand and wave at him because I was holding a camera at the time. That's on to this week's topic of the week, isn't it? Anyway, let's talk about Newton Arts first of all. I'm not going to go through the results, but... I wanted to talk about the bands that I was particularly interested in. There's some bands that really did pique my interest, and I thought, ooh, that's good. Yeah. Well, one such band was Ravara. Talking about Grade 2, Ravara, of course, lifted the title on the day, and, yeah, sounding really, really sharp. Ravara Pipe Band certainly have picked up from where they left off last season. They've kept the ball rolling. They've actually swelled their ranks, I've noticed. Um, I think I noticed a few Blairian District players in there playing for Ravara this incoming season. So, hey, shout out to Ravara. Uh, but, yeah, played an absolute blinder. Real good run. Unfortunately, though, uh, the judges didn't see it that way. They gave them two seconds in piping. Uh, however, they got a first in drumming and a first in ensemble. So that pulled them into the top spot. Uh, <clears throat> so whenever you look at this, they actually managed to draw. They actually split the grade. But they split it with another band that really, really piqued my interest. Now, who am I talking about? Ravara were competing against Manor Cunningham. The Manor! Yeah, Manor Cunningham are back again. And by gum are they back again. Yeah. They sound absolutely incredible. Now, for those of you who haven't heard that yet, go back. You can look at all the video performances. I think they're actually up there on the Big Rab Show YouTube channel right now. So you can go and check out Manor Cunningham. These guys sounded really, really good. So, yeah, ultra competitive. I think they're producing some real interesting music as well. Because it was medley, of course, at Newton Arts. So it was real interesting stuff. So, yeah, shout out to Manor Cunningham. It was great to see you back again. If anything, I actually managed to get talking to your lead drummer. Yeah, so here's Alan from Manor Cunningham. I'm in the beer tent of all places. Surprisingly. <laughs> Is that recording of yourself? There you go. Lovely. Oh, well. Postmortem. <laughs> <laughs> so, Manor Cunningham sounded pretty awesome today. What's it like to be back on the grass again, Al? Uh, it's good. It was a long winter and uh, we had a lot of things going on. 
uh, between this and that and myself my own health wasn't good over the winter we didn't know what was happening oh, and no really so uh, I took ill after the Worlds I think after the Worlds went on holidays and yeah. um, so I didn't know if I was going to play or not so but anyway I'm back and we're still trying to get fighting fit well after, I'm, I'm due an operation but it'll get started tonight but oh. so, uh, we want to get the, keep the band going so um, yeah. No, we're, we're delighted to be out. On a very unusual situation without Gordon because uh, um, yeah. he used to <laughs> unwell during the week, so I just let him know that uh, I always had better timing than him because mm. I take sick afterwards and he takes sick before a contest, <laughs> so kind of proves my point. And you timed it a bit better. Uh, right? My yeah, timing's yeah. always been better. I keep telling him that, but he won't listen. But Drummers have better timing uh, anyway, don't supposedly. they? Supposedly. Yeah. So tell me this there's been a few bit of changes in your lineup, a lot of more. Pipers in the ranks, more drummers, a lot of changes. Uh, we, just we're always trying to add to everything because I, I think that's to take the next level in grade two. You do need the numbers. We've always kind of uh, up until we got to grade two, we always that's us against the world, no matter where we had six pipers or seven pipers, <laughs> or eight pipers, and we'll just do our best. And so we know now that that will get you so far, but you do need numbers. So we've tried now to steadily add. And uh, this last few years, we've, the recruitment has been pretty good. So. Um, but the key is to try and keep what we have and then add to it so most every band's struggling so for numbers so. Oh, that's it it's, just a, it's an ongoing thing for every band out there you know and none more so for grade 2 and grade 1 as you say it's a big numbers thing it is really? especially us because we're in the halls of Donegal like, it's very hard to entice <laughs> any player you know and any player that's yeah. going to sit in the car and travel on air there's a lot of good bands because you're you're very lucky you have Klaus Kelton Rivera you know they're the top end of the grade grade two in the world and ourselves last yeah, year we proved yeah. it but you never know from year to year but now we it's hard to, to get players it's hard to even get young ones but um, and it's very hard to get the young ones onto that standard so yeah. we just have to we, we really don't know from year to year what our numbers are but uh, luckily we have always been steadily getting one or two in and that's enough so. that's, that's the main thing you know it's going the right direction then yeah so, 2019, how do you think the season's going to fare out for yourselves? You're at, you, I heard the run today, you sounded pretty decent. <laughs> well, I'm underselling it there. Well, that's uh, a tricky one, we don't know. We've, um, Gordon's been doing a lot of work, groundwork on chanters and chains that we set up and things like over the winter, so we don't know what it's like. And even today, we don't know what it sounds like because we're, we're missing our main man. Ryan, his brother, stepped in and has done a great job yes. to take us out. But until um, we get Gordon back in and know what he really wants and how he settles, but I'm sure we'll be every year we've always been competitive in the grade, and I'm sure it'll be no different this year. There's a lot of good bands in it, and uh, I wouldn't, uh, two, I wouldn't like tough. to predict any any competition <laughs> in grade two any week. So. Well, that's it. We'll be cheering for you anyway well, from the side there and go on the manor. Fair pities. More the better. Thanks a million, Alan. No bother, Rob. Thanks a million. There you are. Thank you very much, Alan. And yeah, I want to wish you guys at Manor Cunningham the very best of luck. If anything, they are building. You know what I mean? That was them without their pipe major. Their pipe major, Gordon, was actually ill and didn't appear. Uh, you know, so they had a deputy pipe major step in and take the band. So it was really, really interesting to see that manor sounding incredibly strong. I don't know, it, it bodes well for Manor. So good luck, guys, this incoming season. I think you'll have your work cut out for you. But yeah, definitely sounding very strong. Well done, Manor. Okay, on to grade one here in Northern Ireland. Now, at this point in the season, uh, well, at the very beginning of the season, last year here on the Big Rab Show podcast, we managed to record the entirety of grade one and we let you guys be the judge. 
And that's exactly what we're going to do here. <laughs> yeah, so we had two bands in Grade 1 for the first competition of the season, which was kind of disappointing. We didn't have as big a competition to kick things off as we did in previous years. Normally, we would have had St. Lawrence Atul. We would have had possibly a band come over from Scotland to try and warm up for the first major. Uh, but this year, we just had Field Marshal and the Police Service for Northern Ireland. We just had the two bands in there. So... I'll let you guys be the judge, shall we? So, yeah, this was the Grade 1 competition, as it happened in Newtonard's airfield on the 11th of May 2019, as bands were warming up and getting ready for this incoming weekend. Let's kick things off, shall we, with some police service of Northern Ireland.
there we have it. Well done. The Police Service of Northern Ireland, if anything, uh, that actually managed to produce them a drumming title. So well done. They lifted the drumming uh, over Field Marshal Montgomery. So that came as a bit of a shock and surprise to some people. Uh, but hey, the drum corps was sounding on song. So well done to Barney and co. So well done to the guys at the back line there of Police Service of Northern Ireland. Definitely doing something right. Lifting a drumming title at the start of the season. Well done. Now, so you came runners-up, but you came a very respectable runners-up to the current world champions. These guys, the Field Marshal Montgomery.
What about that? Yeah, Field Marshal Montgomery there, managing to lift the title. The first competition of the season here in Northern Ireland, and they came a very strong first place. Yes, with two firsts in piping, and uh, yeah, well-deserved, I believe. They came a second in drumming right enough, as I was saying there, to Police Service Northern Ireland, but they also had a first in ensemble. So it would have been ones across the board. However, Police Service of Northern Ireland managed to pip them to the post. So, hey, there we go. (laughs) They can't have it all their own way. Uh, So, yeah, overall, I have to say, the competition itself was incredibly well ran. I have to say, well done to all of the organisers, who obviously must have worked their socks off, because there was tons of vendors there. It was a real family occasion. There was actually a fairground there with rides and, like, I don't know, mini roller coasters and whirly-majiggy things to put kids on and let them swing around for a bit. It was brilliant, and it was great to see lots of families were actually there. You know, ones with young kids and everything. So they were there buying candy floss and then going on the Wurlitzer for a bit and then trying not to throw up and then going on the dodgems. You know, you know, oh, it was just brilliant. It was a big occasion. Loads of actual local food vendors and things like specialty foods. I think um, you could go and get your normal fare, your greasy burger and your can of Coke. Or you could go and get like a Spanish paella and all this kind of weird and wonderful food. I'm not saying weird and wonderful, but it's just unusual for a pipe pan competition, you know, to be walking around with a falafel. <laughs> <laughs> What's that you're eating, lad? That's a funny-looking burger. That's, that's a falafel. <laughs> it's just not easy. And uh, there was even a beer tent. Yeah, the beer tent in Newton Ards. Flipping nearly keeled over. So yeah, that interview we got with Alan, by the way, was in the beer tent. I think I might have mentioned that. Anyway, there was a beer tent in Newton Ards, which was pff, unheard of. So well done to the organisers of Newton Ards. I have to say, it was a pretty decent event. Um, I was sceptical about the venue, I'm not going to lie. I was a bit sceptical, uh, thinking mm, this might not be the best venue in the world because a lot of people had said, mm, not too keen. But to be fair, it turned out very well. So congratulations to the organisers, a great event. What a way to kick off the season. I think it was very well attended, by the way. So yeah, tons of people there. Great to see loads of families there too. Just an awesome event. A great kickoff to the season. So speaking of the season, this weekend sees the first major championship of the season, the British Championships in Paisley. St. James's Park in Paisley. Yeah! Man, I cannot wait. It's, oh, can you believe it's the first major already? Like, seriously, take that in for a minute. Do you know what I mean? I have been talking about the run-up to the season all year, and here we are. Boom! We're in the middle of it, baby! We're Come on, we're smack bang in the centre of it! Here we are! We're getting ready for everyone in Grade 1 to battle it out, get the gum shields on, get the knuckle dusters on, and let's start kicking the teeth out of other. It's going to be brilliant! <laughs> oh, I'm all sorts of excited for this. Now, we're not going to get into the realm of predictions just yet all right uh, i think it's way too early we've only just heard one performance from most bands in grade one and you can't really judge on that i think the first major of the season is when the chips fall and this is when everyone shows their hand up until now bands have been quite secretive and been quite quiet about the new material well now it's time it's game on let's do this We're heading to Paisley this weekend. We're going to decide who our first major championship winner is. And man, I'm all sorts of excited. 
Now, the reason why I'm excited is <laughs> for multiple reasons. There's tons of bands in there that we haven't heard of yet. We've seen little glimpses of performances of them online, but it's not good. there's nothing to beat actually standing and seeing them there in front of you. So I can't wait for this. Now, I haven't actually made any travel plans yet to get to Paisley. Now, whenever I'm recording this, it's Wednesday night, and... Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I could possibly jump on a ferry or uh, jump on a plane or something and possibly head over there on Saturday morning. But I don't know. (laughs) So, yeah, very long story short, I don't know if I'll be in Paisley this weekend, but I will do my best. It'll cost quite a bit of money to get there, and her indoors may not be too pleased. But, dang it, it's the start of the season, man. I have to be there. So, uh, I cannot wait. I really hope I can be there. So, yeah, Paisley this weekend. Now, I have to say, as much as I'm excited for Paisley, don't forget, yep, this week's topic of the week, and we'll talk all about that. (laughs) Yep, that's coming. But Paisley this weekend, all sorts of excited. Now, we're not going to sit and go through the draw. We've done that before on the show here, grade by grade, band by band. Well, we've kind of looked at all of that before. But I have to say, it is kind of disappointing that there's not as many bands coming here, for, coming there to Paisley from Ireland or Northern Ireland. Now, we've spoken about that as well. That is kind of a direct result of not being able to afford to go. Now, the amount of bands, men and women that I were talking to over the course of the weekend there in Newtonards, they were all saying that they weren't going to Paisley simply because they couldn't afford it. Now, so many bands, men and women were just saying... It's just too expensive. You know, the amount of times we have to travel across hotel bookings, flights, all that sort of stuff. It's just too much for some bands and they just can't stretch to it financially. So, hey, it is what it is. We do have some bands, however, that are making the journey over there. I think the Quinn Memorial are heading over. Plus, of course, we have our usual grade one guys heading over. We have Field Marshall and the PSNI, of course. We have St. Lawrence Atul as well who are going to be there. Um, So, yeah, there are some bands heading over there from the Emerald Isle. So, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting competition. I think no matter what way you look at Paisley this weekend every grade is going to be so fascinating and we will look at it with a magnifying glass on next week's podcast so you can be rest assured there you'll get a full breakdown of just what happened to paisley plus the all important things like how much was it for a burger or how much was it for a pint in the beer tent what state were the porter losing yeah all that sort of stuff the real important hard-hitting questions We will do our best to answer. What was it like being on the grass in Paisley? Was it soggy underfoot? Did it smell a bit funny? Was there that one lone guy who just kept constantly peeing in the hedge all the time? No matter where you told him where the portaloos were, nah, he wanted to pee in that hedge. Didn't go anywhere else. That was his pee hedge. So there is always that guy. Even at the world's. (laughs) There's a story. Um, But yeah, Paisley this weekend. I'm rabbiting now. Cannot wait for Paisley. All right. Speaking of bands and finances... Let's look at some bands doing some fundraising. Kildog Pipe Band are running a bit of a cultural barbecue and dance night. You're going to be dancing into the small hours to Kenny Neely. This is going to be on Friday, the 14th of June. It's going to be hosted at Kildog Orange Hall. It's from 8pm until late. Tickets are 10 quid and you, yeah, you'll get fed, watered and dancing to the small hours. And all proceeds go towards Kildog Pipe Band. Yeah, awesomeness. Also, I have to give a shout out then to Kloss Kelt Pipe Band. 
yeah, Klaus Kelt. Now, I don't know if Klaus Kelt are actually getting Tee Paisley or not. I'm not sure about that. I'll have to double check. But, um, yeah, Klaus Kelt pipe band doing a spot of fundraising. By doing something very Northern Irish. They're holding a vintage classic car and tractor run. There you go. Yeah, you couldn't get more Northern Irish than that. So, yeah, shout out to Klaus Kelt. This is going to be on Wednesday the 19th of June, starting at 6.30pm. It's going to be starting at the Orange Hall in Drumgoolan Road in Klaus Kelt. So you will have a light supper provided. You'll also have refreshments afterwards. So... Who knows, maybe a wee tinny. A uh, wee tinny of beer. Uh, so all proceeds to the band all yeah, will all help towards this incoming season. So they will be charging £10 per vehicle. So, yeah, get on your Massey Ferguson crammer full of 12 people. Head down there to Klaus Kelt and enjoy yourself a real good night's crack. So, yeah. There you go, shout out to Klaus Kelt. Now, there's loads more other things going on in the fundraising scene and I would like you guys to please get in contact with us. Is your band running a concert, a fundraiser, a bake sale, a car wash, anything like that, then please get in contact with us. We really want to help. So you can email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. So if you have anything coming up in the future that you would like us to promote and all that, then give us a shout. We really want to hear from you. Because we know what it's like out there uh, trying to get band finances together. Uniforms, instruments, travel. It's tough. So, yeah, if you want us to help, then email us in and we'll do our best to help. Okay. Let's get on to some more news then. Away from the start of the season, there was tons of other stuff that actually managed to happen all in around Livestream Git. We'll get to that. I keep promising that. But yeah, I have to say a massive thank you to everyone out there in podcast land. We are currently, well, it's now closed actually, but we were going through the process of being nominated for the British Podcast Awards, which was all sorts of flattering. A listener of the Big Rab Show podcast actually sent us the link and said, Hey, wouldn't this be awesome to have the Rab Show nominated for these awards? I said, yeah, of course. Uh, How or what happens? How does this work? And then, yeah, I just read the link and all it says is, yeah, you submit your votes and just, yeah, vote for the Rab Show. So that's what it was. We've been doing that now for this past week. And suffice to say, we've received hundreds of votes for the British Podcast Awards. Now, whenever you look at these podcasts that are listed on these awards already, they mostly come from big high-end companies, such as like big broadcasters like uh, the BBC or CNN and all of these type of big broadcasting companies. So, a little small, independent, pipe band-based podcast, uh, do we have much of a chance? I doubt it very much. But, hey... If anything, wouldn't it be awesome to have a piping-based podcast listed in the middle of all of this? You know, here we are. Here's this Radio 1 uh, breakfast show, and then here we have the Radio 4 news and blah, blah, blah. And here's the big, the big what? What's the big rab show? <laughs> Just me sitting talking rubbish. It's all about piping. Lethal. But yeah, it was very flattering. A load of you guys had voted out there. So thank you to everyone who managed to place a vote for the Big Rab Show on the British Podcast Awards. Whether we'll find out whether we've been nominated or not, I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. But hey, (laughs) it's just flattering to even be considered, I guess. So thank you to everyone who considered that. Also, 
In Big Rab Show news, we've managed to reach a bit of a milestone on our Facebook page. Now, I think I remember talking to you guys about this briefly. Uh, whenever we hit, was it 5,000 or something? 5,000 likes or something on Facebook? Where here we are, we've now managed to reach a huge milestone. 11,000 likes on Facebook, which is just insane. I cannot even imagine that number of people hitting the like button. So, it's just the mind boggles. But it's very flattering. I have to say thank you so much to everyone who's clicked that like button on our uh, Facebook page. It does mean the world. It lets us know that there is an audience out there for us on the Rab Show podcast and the Rab Show Infuse and all of that. Yeah, the piping world is a small world and it's great that we're connecting people and all of that. So it's just brilliant. So thank you to everyone who's clicked that like button on our Facebook page. And if you haven't already, then go along now, the Big Rab Show Facebook page. Go and click like and yeah, go and check out all of our stuff. It's tons over there. Anyway, so there you go. That's Rab Show news. Let's fly on. First of all, I want to say a very happy birthday to the late, great Gordon Duncan. Yes, this was announced there recently. If anything, I've totally forgot about this. I'd marked it in my calendar last year. Uh, but yeah, had Gordon Duncan been alive today, he would have celebrated his 55th birthday. So yeah, it's it's awful that he was taken from us so soon, but he has left a legacy behind. And yeah, what an amazing talent. You guys know how much I love Gordon Duncan. I've sung his praises countless times here in the podcast. And on Fuse, I constantly play Gordon Duncan. What a legendary figure in the piping world. So, yeah, I figured I would wish him a happy birthday on the podcast. So, yeah, 55 he would have been this past week. So, happy birthday, Gordon Duncan. There you go. All right. Also, another little bit of piping news. Winter Storm has now happily announced that they will be lasting for four days. Four days! This event just seems to get bigger and bigger. Bigger, and I'm throwing my script about now, but... Four days of winter storm. Oh my god! So this is all kicking off Thursday the 16th of January 2020. And yeah, the Thursday is going to be all concentrating on amateur pre-brook and the amateur keel bag. I think it's all the amateur piping events. The Sat or Friday, sorry, is going to be all the drumming events. So most of all the drumming solo events, all the tenor drumming, all the bass drumming, snares. It's all going to be on the Friday. The Saturday, I think, is all the... Uh, I'm so confused now. They did have the full itinerary listed there and I've lost it. Ah, professional podcaster. But yeah, suffice to say, Winter Storm will now be four days long in 2020. And we can argue that live streaming didn't hurt them. <laughs> Stop getting into the topic of the week. Uh, yeah, that topic of the week's coming up later. I keep teasing that, don't I? But yeah, Winter Storm is now going to be four days worth of piping goodness. This event just keeps getting bigger and bigger and better. And man, I'm going to have to get to it sometime. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to <laughs> win the lotto or something to try and get flights over to this. But, man, I wish I could get to Winterstorm. That would be incredible. So now to see it's on for four whole days, that's just amazing. It's amazing. So well done to the organizers of Winterstorm. Clearly, you guys are doing something right. And, uh, yeah, that's an event I would love to get to. Anyway, there you are. Roll on 2020. Winterstorm, baby. Now, I have to say, the 41st annual Livingston Memorial Competition was held there this past weekend, and it went to 
overall champion, Andrew Carlyle. So well done to Andrew, who managed to lift the overall title. I have to say a massive thank you to the PBBSO Niagara Hamilton branch for their live stream. There I go again. I'm going into the topic of the week. But yeah, shout out to that, you know, the branch there. So thank you so much for all of your amazing live stream coverage. It was great just to sit after the competition season opened here in the UK. Uh, by the time I got sitting down on the sofa, I opened up my uh, my browser on my laptop and, oh, there we go. There's more live stream piping going on so I could sit and watch this. Awesome. So, yeah, I managed to tune in, watch a good bit of it. And the standard was, again, as expected, stupidly sky high. So, well done to Andrew. Andrew Carlisle, of course, coming off overall champion. I think well deserved. Well done. Now, I think that would be it for this week's piping news. There is so much stuff that I haven't mentioned that I really should get to. But I I have to cut and run at this point because, yeah, the podcast is going to become too long because I keep mentioning this week's topic of the week. All right, let's get to it. It's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The Horace Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Offering high-quality garments with unique styles, enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Check them out. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes including Henderson's And Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets And bespoke Highland wear including sparns and cap badges LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes If your drum corps needs a new look Then they can help you with a full custom design from Adanti Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper is also the North American distributor for Beat Street Drumming Goods from Northern Ireland. Have you any questions about any of the major brands they carry? Then you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. Hello, this is Fred Morrison and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Hello there, yes. Ah, lovely cup of tea. If anything, it was good just to kind of chill out for a bit because there was a serious amount of news in this week's podcast. Ah, all right, let's get through to it, shall we? Streamgate. Dun, dun, 
uh, yes, us here in the Rab Show have been under quite a lot of pressure, to say the very least, about Streamgate. Now, us on the Rab Show podcast, we talked all about this last week, about how we were banned from the Ulster solos. If you aren't aware of all that happening, then go and check out last week's podcast where we talked all about it. Well, us on the Rab Show, at that time of recording our podcast last week, we were actually waiting for confirmation from RSPBA headquarters as to what we can do for this incoming season. Yes, because we were concerned. We managed to get banned from the Ulster solos, so will we get banned from any other event this incoming season? So, yeah, it was a very valid question. So that's where we left last week's podcast. We didn't know what we could do this incoming season. So it was all up in the air. So the moment that I clicked upload on that podcast and it went live, we got an email from RSPBA headquarters. Now, I kind of get the impression that these guys might be listening to the podcast. (laughs) because as soon as that podcast dropped it was like a matter of minutes after the podcast went up that these guys ding there's your email rob there's your answer now the answer that we got was pretty blunt and yeah it was wasn't that well worded and was just very straight and didn't give much room for explanation now us in the rap show we asked could we provide live streaming do you give us permission to provide live streaming from the event the following events and we give them a list of everything that we wanted to go to a list of all the grades that we wanted to film a, a list of all the results and everything that we wanted to, uh, to put online all of that sort of stuff we provi- we provided it all both at branch level in RSPBA in Northern Ireland, but also at a headquarters level. So that covered everything from a branch point of view here for the Northern Ireland competitions, but also all the big championships. You understand. So we basically asked them, do you give us permission to go ahead and provide live streaming at the following events? Well, their email was very quick and very short. It said basically that a meeting of the Board of directors, directors has taken place and the decision has been made on your request to provide live streaming. So we do not give you permission to provide any live streaming at any RSPBA event in 2019. And that was it. No explanation. Uh, no real reasoning behind it. Uh, it was just basically telling us, no, you're not allowed to do anything. And that had us... Uh, all sorts of alarm bells. We were not expecting this. We were thinking, uh-oh, this is huge. So us in the back room of the Big Rab Show all had a big talk about this. And we're all speaking, right, guys, we have this decision made here. Uh, we're not allowed to do anything at all. Like, nothing. <laughs> so the plug had to be pulled. Now, as much as it was a shock to you guys listening to the pod right now, But it was also a massive shock to us in the Rab Show. This was the first time anything like this has really came to a head like this. We've been providing this service for years. Approximately four to five years we've been doing this now. And then suddenly for the association to basically pull the rug out from under us and pull the plug. And that's it. You're not allowed to turn your camera on. Game over. Well... We did give it some thought on the Rab Show, just how are we going to tell our audience? You guys listening online right now or listening to your podcast or who view our Facebook page every day, how are we going to tell you? Well, we thought, why sugarcoat it? 
you know, just tell the truth. If anything, that's one of the things us here in the Rab Show kind of pride ourselves on. We do kind of take pride in being honest with our audience. We do believe that there is possibly too much cloak and dagger in the piping world. There isn't enough openness and honesty about some things. So, yeah, we decided to be open and honest with our audience. And we put out the following statement. We all just love a statement, don't we? So it said, we have been informed that a meeting of the RSPBA Board of Directors has taken place and a decision has been made regarding online live streaming. The Big Rab Show will not be permitted uh, to provide any live stream coverage from any championship this incoming season. Now that was a direct quote from the email. Uh, So we completely respect the decision and will abide by their ruling. We are disappointed and can only apologise to your audience. We are currently seeking clarification on this decision. Now, that's one thing that we did talk about in the back room of the Big Rab Show. Kind of letting you peek behind the curtain. Once we got this decision in, we had to decide to ourselves, we said, right, these guys who organize these events, we have to completely abide by their decision. We can't, we cannot overstep the mark here and just turn the camera on and kind of go kamikaze with this because we do run the risk of possibly getting banned from events entirely. You know, we'll never be allowed through the gate again. So, essentially, it is the RSPBA's event, and we were not going to overstep the mark for them uh, who made this ruling. So, yeah, we said, okay, we respect your decision. We're disappointed, but we respect it. So, we will certainly abide by the ruling that you've made. However, can you tell us why? Why did you come to this decision? So, we can give our audience a reason. And if anything, that's where it kicked off. Our audience themselves created a bit of a social media frenzy. (laughs) My phone, my house phone here, my landline, my email address, the Big Rab Show email address, everything just went into overdrive. It was nuts. I had people calling to the door, right? The two people landed with bottles of whiskey, right, Rob? Here's a bottle. Let's talk about this, big lad. What's going on? <laughs> People in my kitchen drinking whiskey and talking about live streaming. It was nuts. It was so strange. But so heartwarming at the same time. So Because it was very clear that the pipe band world out there really wanted this service. Now, I didn't honestly realize just how many people wanted that service we have received thousands of online comments and hundreds and hundreds of emails like i've already said there to the big uh, the amount of email that we got was just insane now there was tons of people i'm sure that we still have yet to answer so apologies to everyone who may have emailed in uh, but uh, we'll get through that part of the story we'll get to the end of it so We have asked the association at this point for clarification. Meanwhile, online is going... It's going absolutely nuts! So, us on the Rab Show decided to step back and think, Oh man, we have just lit a fire here. You know? What have we done? (laughs) But whenever we thought about it, this isn't our fault, really. We did feel responsible, uh, but no, we turned out it was not our fault. This decision didn't come from us, it came from headquarters. So I suppose if anyone was to blame for this, it would be for the board of directors who made the decision. Hey ho, that's where it is. So 
Austin and Rab Show decided to stand back, not to get involved in all the muck flinging that was going on, because there was a serious amount of real serious accusations being thrown about about senior people in the you know in the headquarters branch and with the board of directors, all real. Serious stuff. So if anything, what I would like to put out there in the podcast right now is whenever you're commenting on stuff online, as much as you may feel passionate about it and you have a real strong view on it as well, just be careful what you post online. You know, you could be calling someone something quite terrible and there is something, you know, called slander and all of that. So there are legal repercussions for some things. Uh, So some people were going to town. They were letting them have it. Man, <laughs> Woo. so obviously us and the Rab Show could not get involved in that. You know we can't really police you know public commentary, but uh, yeah, I would just like to say you know have your viewpoint. That's cool. Let your feelings be known, but just avoid personal attacks on people and you know throwing insults. So mm, that's dangerous. Anyway. Us and the Rab Show were left with a bit of a conundrum then. What could we possibly do? The start of the season was two days away and we were absolutely in a state of flux. We could not film anything. How can we get these performances out there to the people of the world living internationally? How can they get to see Ravara playing? How can they see Manor Cunningham and what they played this weekend? Well, we were left with no other option. The restriction that we were put in place by headquarters was on live streaming. We were not allowed to film anything live. So, we take the meaning of their email literally, and as long as it wasn't live, then we should be allowed to film like every other person around that arena that was there. So, yeah, there was a lot of YouTube people who were there and managed to recognize a good lot of them. And if anything, a lot of the YouTube people were actually speaking to me on the day and saying, hey man, that's terrible, That you know, what an awful decision and... That's, you know, where does that leave us and all that? So, yeah, a very shaky ground for everyone who decided to point a camera. A lot of people had tons of questions. Anyway, let's blaze through. (laughs) That's another topic in itself. But, yeah, suffice to say, us on The Rab Show, we do have a YouTube channel. We just launched it there this year, and it's been very slow picking so far. We haven't had much content on there, granted, but we do have some quite interesting stuff that we have on there, and so it's well worth a watch. So, head along, Big Rab Show on YouTube. Now, we are looking towards YouTube as a possible future platform for our live streaming. That's another topic in itself, Uh, when we talk more about live streaming towards the end of the season, we've got big plans for YouTube. So, yeah, head along to the Big Rab Show YouTube channel. I know it sounds like a shameless plug. Go along and click subscribe. You have to click subscribe. It's very important because, yeah, then you'll never miss any video that we put up. Very simple. Same way you're subscribed to this podcast, hopefully. Hmm. Anyway, so we decided we would film the performances as they happened there in the park and then try and upload them from the park. So perhaps five to ten minutes after the band walked off, we would be frantically trying to upload these videos to YouTube. Now, as it turned out, we were dependent on all sorts of... uh, mobile data signals and everything and it turned out to be extremely slow Uh, it was a bit of a thing yeah it was quite a large job and quite labor intensive and to try and upload videos from a airfield in the middle of nowhere proved to be very difficult 
Now, as we were there in Newtonards Airfield, we managed to get a walk around in the crowd. Myself, I took a bit of a dander and just talking to everyone in general who was there. And that's one. it was the one topic that was on everybody's lips. It was not, oh, how are you, Rab? It's good to see you again, mate. It was, that's a disgrace. And that's how people introduced themselves to me. <laughs> they stuck their hand out to shake my hand and said, Rab, how's it going? That was an absolute disgrace, mate. And so that's how every conversation started. So whenever I got to hang out by the drum majors, I got to hang out. But yeah, yeah, but the drum majors and talk all about this situation on live streaming. Well, I'm here with the drum majors. How are you guys? Not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you guys think it's like being back on the grass again? Back in the arts of all places? Oh, I am buzzing. <laughs> One day. Yes, good crack. Yeah, it's no. a bit of an unusual venue though. You guys are wide open to the window here. It's I mean, it is an airport. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Compared this to Bangor, which is normally seen as a bit of a windy venue anyway, this is wide open. I love Bangor though. Yeah, it's much better. Again, if they put it in Bangor, if they actually put it in Ward Park, where she's actually got more space. Massive venue. Yeah. Instead of on the side of a hill. <laughs> in the middle of a road. Oh, that's it. So, off the record, guys, I've been talking to you about the whole ruling from headquarters. Dun, dun, dun. That everyone's talking about. What do you think about it? The whole live streaming issue. Have you any viewpoints on it? Um. <laughs> <laughs> what can we say this on a microphone? What do you, what do you not yeah. say? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't really understand it, to be honest. I don't really see how it's affecting anyone. And, like, you know, my granddad, my granddad would love to come to the competitions, but sometimes he can't, and, like, he relies on, like, the live stream. And I think it's just a bit of a shame that there's people who physically can't come to the competitions that are missing out because of this rule which I think is a bit and annoying and outside of Northern Ireland yeah. yeah I can go to America in July and I'll not be able to watch the results or the performance thing yeah, yeah. So genu- there's genuine reasons for people to use the live stream so if it's a if it's a case of people stopping people coming I don't think that is the case mm. at all if you're really going to want to watch you're going to come gonna and come see it yeah. Yeah. I suppose exactly. I can keep an open mind I mean if the association and including the local branches have reasons for for prohibiting live streaming if if there's been complaints or something then fair play you know there's no problems the association has to do what it feels is right but at the same time it would probably be an awful lot better if everybody just knew and there was no cloak and dagger i think that's it's, it it's turning into an argument that it doesn't need to turn into whereas the proper reasoning then we'll have to accept it and if there's a good enough reason we'll accept it and we're we, you know everybody should be happy if from what I'm hearing it's to do with it's keeping footfall away from I think that's what they've been saying is that live streaming affects people coming through the I, gate I don't think do you that think that's, that's an argument I don't think no. that's the main reason I think <laughs> there's other things that could be done to improve footfall at events that perhaps maybe we could bring Continental markets on site. Um, a beer tent. A, a, a beer tent. Bar over there. A beer tent does, you think, whether you drink or not. What's your? And in general, if you think about it logically, we have to maybe as as an association. I mean, the association is the bands. That it's not. It's not a bunch of officials. Their officials are elected by the bands to, yeah. you know, take forward business for the association. It's our association, and if we wanted to continue and grow and develop then we all need to work together and, and start looking at how do we improve 
contests and should be about that. Yeah. It should be, and, and everybody should keep Everyone's an open mind. Preach, <laughs> keep an open mind Amen. rather than just apportioning blame to different people. It's, there is four all those years. It's it's not really fair to just blame the association yeah. for making decisions. You know, they have to make them in the best interests. But that's it. Yeah. If they were open about it and told everybody, then that would maybe settle everybody down a bit. And that's it. And I think it's just the mystery behind it. We don't know why they made this decision. Like that's. Yeah. Really, why it has everybody's backs up? In fairness, though, if in regards to you know people coming down, I think they've made a better effort today with like the different kind of food trucks and yeah, the, bar. Good. Good. the bar. The like, bar. I think I think it's it's completely different That's to good. what we're used to, just the one or two chip vans and you know a couple of stalls. So I think they have put a wee bit more effort in and the amusements yeah. and all. Like I think it's a better setup, but. I'm not a fan of the venue, to be honest. I'm not a fan of a shuttle bus being put on to take people What's away that from about? the venue. Yeah. Obviously, the, the, the local councils are trying to bring footfall to their town to make it socio-economically viable for them to run this competition. But it really should be this event. I mean, you don't go to Windsor Park and leave at half time and go shopping in Victoria Square. <laughs> you know, you're there for a reason. And, and that's really what we want to bring people to the event and keep them here yeah. and give them plenty to do at the events. And Instead maybe that's. Ferrying them away in a bush. Maybe that's what we need to do. And bring oh, in yeah, Continental right. Markets. Local, local publicans could come and put yeah, on a bar right. and make money. Yeah. Local stalls for crafts and things or local groups within particular areas that culture and art. It could also bring people from the shopping centre here, though, that weren't planning on coming, just to be credible. Oh, no, that's a very good uh, point. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Jason Price for He stole my point. All right. Plagiarism. So, guys, getting away from the actual competition and live streaming, can I ask about yourselves personally? What's it like, then, getting back into competitive mode again after being off for so long? Everyone looks at me. Doesn't actually feel like it's actually started like, already. It's, it's, it's been hard because I've yeah. been practicing all winter, like and well, been, out, been out every, <laughs> been out really? every, been out every night, like and <laughs> really pushing it. Like I really hope it pays off for me. <laughs> I get the impression that you haven't been working that hard. Oh, oh, Thursday night. Yeah, but you're very busy. <laughs> You're very I'm a professional working man now, educating the future generations of drum majors. Oh yes, and such. me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> there you go. So, guys, thanks for chatting to us on the show, giving us your views. Who knows? We may see a change in the rules. Yeah, and we never know. Thanks very much for all the stuff you're doing for us. Yes, uh, thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. I bet. See that amount of selfies I've tucked since I've landed here. In on the mountain. Yeah, how to get a selfie? Thanks a million, lads. Okay, right. Thank you very much. So there you have it. Yes, thank you guys. That was Aaron McIlwain, uh, Jason Price, uh, James Kennedy and Emma Barr, current world champion. And yeah, and Lauren Hanna as well, of course, giving us their opinion on what they thought the live streaming. If anything, I thought they had some pretty decent arguments. Now, these were the arguments that I was hearing throughout the day. They weren't just these guys who had these arguments. Everyone there in the park. Now I'm talking every band, man, woman, child. Everyone had the same opinion about how basically live streaming should be provided now there's one thing i wanted to stress it seemed to be unanimous around everyone that i spoke to in the park there was nobody there who told me that live streaming that you do man eh, maybe it's a good idea that you're not doing it because you know we'll make it more people through the gate and stuff and bleh, all that kind of argument which i still kind of can't see to be honest but um yeah, there are people out there who don't like live streaming and all of that, so I can understand it. You know, I can I can get it. You know, some people just don't like it, and that's it. But I think overall, the overall picture from people was that it was, yeah, a big loss, and a load of people very upset about it. So, 
With that in mind, we continue to load performances onto our Big Rab Show YouTube channel over the course of Saturday, all the way through to the small hours of <laughs> Sunday morning. Uh, it was possibly about 7am Sunday morning by the time I had finally finished uploading them all. That was a serious amount of work. Whenever you consider that I had spent the whole day in the sunshine, running about, filming bands, snapping photos, selfies, shaking hands with people, talking, pff, all that sort of stuff. It was very long. So I slept like a brick on Sunday. Now, suffice to say, <laughs> on Monday then, I kind of decided that I was going to reflect all of the opinions that we got on the Saturday. No matter who I was speaking to on Saturday, they said an email to headquarters isn't good enough. You need to lift the phone and get it from the horse's mouth. Speak to them in the headquarters office and ask them on the phone, why? Why am I not allowed to live stream things online? So that's exactly what we did. On Monday, first thing Monday morning, as soon as the headquarters office would open, I lifted the phone. Bring, bring. And I got put through straight away to Mr. Ian Hamilton, who to me is the voice of the world's, you know, I'm still uh, hearing it in my head. The winner of the Jubilee, Sash and Banner, Field Marshal Montgomery. You know, he has that voice. You know, he's just the voice of the world. You know, Ian Hamilton is just iconic for me. And no matter how many times I talk to him on the phone, I do get really starstruck. <laughs> it's just incredible. Uh, so, yeah, chatting away to Ian all about it. And basically, he told me that it came from a decision from the board of directors. And that, you know, the board of directors basically make all the decisions with regards to all of this kind of media stuff. And I said, well, that's okay, Ian. Great. Brilliant. So, Ian actually put me in contact with one of the members of the board. So I was stepping up the ladder. <laughs> I was going up the food chain kind of thing. Well, eventually, later on that day, after a series of phone calls and all the rest, you guys don't need to know the whole ins and outs of it, but essentially, I was talking to one of the guys on the board of directors who gave me an explanation behind their decision. We talked it out. We had a good, long, lengthy discussion. And at the end of it, we had an agreement. Which I have to say was just as good as winning the lotto. Whenever I eventually hung up that telephone, I had to go for a walk just to clear my head and celebrate. I was punching the air. It was actually very emotional. I was like, yes, this is so good. I, oh, I was just as if I won the lotto. <laughs> so then I collected my thoughts after clearing my head after what had to have been three or four hours on the phone. <laughs> And I finally got back to the guys of the Rab Show team and told them, right, guys, we can now switch the cameras back on. Tons of questions. We're all talking about it in the back room and just about how we managed to come to this. But then here we are. I think essentially all the ins and outs of the conversation as to who done what or who does this and who does that. Blah, blah, blah. The long and short of it is, is that we can now turn our cameras back on. So... We managed to announce it to you guys over Facebook and we said following discussions with RSPBA headquarters we are happy to announce that we'll be switching our live cameras back on. For those who cannot be there and for whatever reason, for whatever reason, the Big Rab Show have you covered. Starting this weekend on Paisley for the first major championship of the season we will be live streaming all of grade 1 competition and the all important results. We must ask if any band would not like to be featured on our online live stream please get in contact with us via our email address, bigrabshow@gmail.com, or if you see any of the team on the day wearing those Big Rab Show hoodies, then please let us know. 
Thank you to everyone for all your kind support. It's been, uh, if you can't be in Paisley this weekend, we hope you can join us online. Hashtag Big Rab Show. So, yeah, that's one of the things that we really wanted to put in there, however. It's around permissions. I think there was a concern that we could possibly point the camera at someone who didn't want to be filmed. So, if that was going to happen, that we could get into difficulties. So... To keep ourselves covered, really, we want to put it out there that if anyone does not want to be filmed, so yeah, please get in contact with us. If you're heading to any of our competitions this incoming year and you're competing in grade one and you know for a fact that you do not want to be filmed or even your band does not want to be filmed, then please do get in contact with us. BigRabShow at gmail.com and we will certainly pull the plug. Alright, because that's one thing I really want to tell you, that we will respect it. We've had it in the past. We've had pipe majors come over to us and say, Hey, Rab, you know, the band's having a bit of a stinker today. We can't set chanters and stuff. Maybe don't film us today. You know, so we have to completely respect that. If we get a request from a band or from anyone to say, please don't film, then of course we will step back. We will not film for that performance. We will let it go. You know what I mean? There's, you know, live to fight another day kind of thing. It's happened before and um, no doubt will happen again. There has been bands that have requested that. There have been individuals who have requested it and completely understood. So we, yeah, refrained from filming. So I have to say, this does stand for everyone. This stands for adjudicators. It stands for bands, men and women and, you know, drum majors. It basically stands for everybody who may be caught on camera. Now, we do kind of... It's a bit of a grey area because we are going to be filming in a public space. And whenever you are in a public space, there is no expected right to privacy. However, we are not there to invade your privacy deliberately. We are there to try and cover a piping and drumming event. And if you do feel so obliged that you do not want to be filmed on that particular day, then all you have to do is get in contact with us. Just let us know, lift your hand, say, hey, don't film me today. That's it. That's all you need to do. So no matter, even if you're an adjudicator in that circle, say you're, I don't know, a piping judge, a drumming judge, an ensemble judge, whatever you're doing inside that circle. If you're in there and you say to one of our team, uh, today I'm judging in this arena and I don't want you to film me. Well, then we, have, we will either, number one, try our best not to capture you on camera. We'll maybe change our camera angle so you don't appear in the frame. Or perhaps we may have to pull our coverage altogether. So that could happen. So we have to respect individuals' rights. We have to respect the rights of the bands. So, yeah, if we ever do get a request from anyone to say, don't film me, then we will completely respect that. So that has to be reaffirmed to let you all know. But suffice to say, this weekend, baby, our cameras are back on! You! So this is a massive deal because of everyone living internationally. Tuning into the podcast right now, you guys will now see the action from Paisley. Otherwise, you would never have seen it. And that's the problem. You know, us here in the Rab Show, we are doing this service completely free of charge. We don't charge for it at all. We do this because the associations do not. And that's the number one thing. People keep asking us, well, why do you live stream every weekend? We do it because the associations don't. They really should be. They should be embracing this technology and, yeah, promoting their piping way, <laughs> promoting their pipe band culture, music, and amazingly talented musicians and putting it out there online and showing the world just how amazing this music can be. But they're not. So us in the Rab Show are trying to help. We're trying to do it for them. 
So, yeah, it did come as a bit of a shock whenever you received that roadblock, to be honest. And a lot of people were shocked by it, too. But the reaction uh, for you guys online, uh, for whenever we announced that our cameras will be switching back on, was nothing short of epic. We got loads and loads of thank you letters, thank you emails, text messages, Facebooks, tweets, all that sort of stuff. All the amount of thanks that came in was epic. So, if anything... I do want to draw attention to one last thing before we get away from this week's topic of the week. There was an editorial published on PipesDrums.com. Now, you guys know PipesDrums.com. It's a quite useful source of news in the piping world. I've used it quite a number of times. I'm sure you guys, too, uh, use it. It's a fantastic website that does report some of the latest stories in the bagpiping world. Well... The author of PipesDrums.com managed to publish an editorial piece all about streaming and live streaming. And um, whenever you read the article, it comes across as really scathing and really quite aggressive. Uh, At some points, they talk about that we could possibly be ripping people off by broadcasting copywritten material. And we are charlatans and trying to basically perform online piracy every time we turn a camera on. And that we should be ashamed of ourselves and the RSPBA should be praised for trying to protect their copywritten material. All of this kind of stuff and that professional musicians should not be expected to give their music away for free and by us live streaming it, that's exactly what we're doing. We're facilitating online piracy and that us and the Rab Show, or they didn't actually name us, but that anyone who you know provide live streaming and all of that sort of stuff is essentially you know performing online piracy. Now, there's one thing I did really want to take exception to is that they didn't once mention that it was us. <laughs> but we knew dang well that's who they were talking about so yeah there was a lot of accusational things in there in that article some of it was quite scathing saying that you know people will play at journalism uh all of this kind of it's a very bitter and very angry article uh so very interesting read however it was interesting to get that point of view across i do understand that pipesdrums.com have been fighting the copyright war for this last i don't know how many years since i think since the early 90s i think from uh living memory uh pipesdrums.com have always had issue whenever it comes to uh, copywritten material in the bagpiping world and how performers don't get paid uh whenever their music is performed so It is an interesting topic, I'm not going to lie, but are we actively committing online piracy? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. I suppose legally, whenever you're looking at the letter of the law, I have no idea what way that sits, to be fair, because you're talking about a public performance in a public space. Uh, I don't know. To be honest, but the article itself, the editorial by pipesdrums.com, was really scathing and actually quite hurtful. A lot of us in the Rab Show, again, thought, are we doing more damage than good here by producing what we're doing? But I think overall, the sheer demand for the service and the ethos behind it was right. What we're trying to do is provide this service not for people who want to lay at home on the sofa and watch the championship on their smartphone or their tablet or whatever. We are doing this for the people who cannot physically be there. So whether you're living in America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, wherever you are around the world, 
If you cannot be there simply because of geography, then we have you covered. If you cannot be there due to disability, there's a lot of people actually who were in hospital and could not leave the hospital due to chronic illness and really wanted to be a part of the opening of the season, but couldn't. Some of the stories we got were absolutely heartbreaking. And, you know, and it would give me nothing but pleasure to turn the camera on and try and help these people. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it would have been amazing to turn the camera on and help. But we couldn't, you know. The decision was made at that point, and we really could not overstep the mark. If anything, I think what we've demonstrated here is that we understand that the association are fearful of this technology. They are kind of wanting to treat it with cotton gloves and being very careful as to how it's being approached. Also, uh, yeah, I think in a way we have kind of demonstrated that we can abide by the rules. If the association do decide, right, Rab, that's enough. You guys need to pull the plug. Then we will. And I have to stress that too to you guys, the listeners. The last thing we want to do is to hurt our pipe band scene. And if our association here uh, in the UK decides enough is enough, or if they decide "Mm, maybe you shouldn't be doing that anymore, then, yeah, we'll have to abide by their ruling. You know what I mean? It's their show at the end of it all. So, yeah, we will completely abide by any decision that the association makes. Whether that means that we're fully happy with it, hmm. Yeah, we can respectfully disagree, but again, we will abide by whatever ruling. Now, in closing, this has been a long podcast this week, folks, but the topic of the week this week has been a big one. It's been quite a large topic in the bagpiping world for this past few weeks, and it's all anyone's really talking about. And it's not nice to be the center of a storm. I have to be honest, this has been an extremely stressful time for all of us here on The Big Rab Show. We've been doing everything that we can to help the bagpiping scene, And whenever people are making accusations to say that we could possibly be hurting it, that's awful. You know, last week, whenever we recorded the podcast, we were in a position where we were thinking, are we doing more harm than good? And the same thing after that Pipes Drums article, the same thing applied. We read that and thought, well, God, maybe we should really pull the plug here and not do this, you know? But suffice to say, we are continuing. We've been given a green light. Go ahead, film provide the service, do what you can this season. So that's exactly what we will do. I have to say, with the amount of people who complained online whenever the plug was pulled, there's one thing I want to say to you all. And that is, if you want change and you want this service to be presented by your association or you want something to happen, then it needs to come through your band at your local AGM. Now, I know that sounds kind of preachy, But it's the truth. If you really want to instigate change, that change needs to come from the membership. The membership of the association is governed by the overarching director, board of directors, but they are told what to do by the voting members. So if you are in a pipe band and your pipe band is a supporter of online live streaming and believe that it can only be seen as a positive, then... Yeah, let your association know. Raise it at your meeting. Once the season finishes this year, this 2019 has been sorted, thankfully. But it's left a whole trail of destruction behind it as we were trying to sort it out. So what will come in 2020? 
2020? Who knows? But I would ask you guys to please consider talking about this in your band halls. Talk about it with your mates. Talk all about live streaming and whether you think it's a positive or a negative. And no matter what decision you come to, then please do raise it with your band and ask them to raise it at a branch level and even to bring it up at headquarters level so that the powers that be can finally make a decision on this and they can either say yes we'll do it or no we won't and again it all goes on votes so if enough pipe bands were to say yes this is a positive and enough bands vote for it then change will happen and that's one thing i really wanted to stress at the end of this week's episode if you want to instigate change it comes from the membership you guys are the members of pipe band associations around the world and no matter where you're listening to this but predominantly here in the uk and i'm very aware that a lot of the um you know the membership of the headquarters and all that do listen to the podcast so uh <laughs> yeah they are in it the same way we are and i have to stress that you know they are essentially led by volunteers who are trying to do the best that they can to promote the bagpiping world in every way possible and us here in the rab show we are doing our best to help them now i do think that the decision that came from the board of directors was possibly the wrong one and i do think that you guys out there online and around the world certainly let them know about this so perhaps that was an influence in them possibly you know allowing us to turn the cameras on who knows we don't know but if anything we do know that there is a very clear demand for this service out there so feel free the only way to instigate change is to actually mention it at your agm meetings you know if you go to your branch meetings i don't know if you do in fact i don't know anyone who goes to their local branch meeting (laughs) um they're not very well attended but i should tell you you should you should attend your local branch meeting uh, because that's where decisions are made so if you're not happy with venues if you're not happy with rulings of whatever your playing requirements are all of that stuff is all decided at branch meetings and then it all goes to the agm to get voted on uh, if anything, I was very surprised. 2019 AGM, there was zero proposals to vote on this year. Zero. So that should tell you something. Perhaps there should be more proposals going forward. Because us here in the Rab Show, we're constantly talking about how we could be doing this thing better. You know, is there a way to do March Pasts better? Should we have better venues with more facilities? Should we have more prize money? Should we have less players flying in internationally to play for one competition and then going home? (laughs) You know, these are all been topics that you guys have been emailing us in constantly. And yeah, these are all things that should really be raised at meetings. You know, branch meetings of, you know, your association. Raise them with them and then the decision can be voted on. So whenever you guys are complaining about, ah, oh, I'm just sick of map tunes, can we not just change the format, you know, and start playing something else, uh, you know, yeah, well then raise that at your branch meeting. Anyway, that's it, guys, for another Big Rab Show podcast. I have to be honest, it's been quite an emotional roller coaster this past couple of weeks and very, very, very stressful. Um, yeah, I've lost quite a lot of sleep. Over this past couple of weeks, my wife has nearly fell out with me <laughs> because of the sheer volume of phone calls, text messages, and people calling to our door. Uh, so it's been insane. But I have to say thank you to absolutely everyone for showing all of your support. And uh, 
all your messages of goodwill and everything. So thank you to everyone. It's been great. Um, if you haven't already, please do click subscribe on this week's podcast. And then with each and every episode, you'll get a little ding, a little notification to let you know that Rab has uploaded another one. Yeah. <laughs> so don't forget to check out our Patreon page. That's where it's at at the moment. We've got tons of stuff hitting the Patreon page at the moment. Uh, loads of extra content that will not see the light of day anywhere else. It's just exclusive for Patreon subscribers. So please do. If you do want to help support the show and all the work that we do with live streaming and two-hour live radio shows and podcasts and all that business, if you want to help support the show, either go and get your Rab Show merch, which is on BigRabShow.com, and all that stuff is actually selling really well at the moment. So thank you to everyone who's been buying shirts and that. And also, go and check out the Patreon page. There. Yeah. There you go. Guys, that's been an insanely busy podcast and a huge topic of the week. And yeah, only because it's been the main focus of the Rab Show now for this best part of two, three weeks. It's been insane. Um, so yeah, I want to wish everyone heading to Paisley this weekend the very best of luck. Please have a good tune. Remember your parts. Have the best time. And uh, yeah, no matter if you are traveling to Paisley or you're not, we hope you can join us online on the Big Rab Show on Facebook. And yes, yeah, so you can catch all the action from the Grade 1 Arena, plus the all-important results. Who's going to get crowned champion? And next week here on the podcast, we will wrap up everything from Paisley. And yeah, we'll break it down. Break it down, baby. How did it shake down? I don't know. Predictions, man, for Paisley? Pfft, way too early to tell. But I can't wait for Paisley. All right, guys. That's it. Another podcast done. <sighs> Time for me to head on. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. And we will see you here on the podcast again next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions, Inverarian Districts. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>